Welcome to Heart Space, a show that gives you tools to live in alignment, connect to your intuition, and lead from your heart. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, intuitive life and business coach, and my mission is to empower you to build a thriving business that brings you freedom, abundance, and joy, and allows you to make an impact by following your heart and sharing your truth. This is where you discover how to step in your power as a heart leader, follow your soul purpose, build an online empire, and create conscious wealth and abundance for yourself and your community. All that by serving the world. And let me tell you, this world needs you, your heart, and your light. So are you ready to light up the world and make it a better place? Let's do this. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Heart Space. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. And I'm really excited about this conversation today that I am sharing with you with Kat Ellis, who is an extraordinary shamanic astrologer and feminine leader. And she supports women in coming home to their divinity and activating their soul's light. She also supports and empowers women to move forward with ease and grace on their path and allow them to develop innate clarity and awareness to fulfill their soul's purpose. She's passionate about reconnecting women to truth, purpose, fulfilling their highest potential and living from their heart. And Kat is really a beautiful soul and a heart leader, I'd say, um, for sure. She um, did a reading for me and it was very powerful and she, she it just gave me so much clarity and validated so many things that I, of course, already knew, but it's so nice to just have that perspective from someone who does such beautiful work and mixing astrology and shamanism as well. So I highly, highly recommend uh, having a reading with her. She is an intuitive, beautiful soul who shines so bright and such a kind, kind heart. And in this episode today, we talk about um, moving out of 3D consciousness into 5D Um, why morning ritual is so important especially right now with everything happening in the world Um, the birthing of a new world that is happening right now as well and how to really support ourselves in these times with grief and everything that comes up we also talk about north and south nodes chiron um the energies that are happening right now and what's going to unfold energetically in the next three to four years um, and just coming back into our sovereignty and our most luminous and divine self also we touch on uh, aquarian energy that we'll be moving into next year so there's a lot of good stuff in this episode and i'm super excited to um share this with this with you sorry because it has been so important and transformational for me and i love astrology as you know but i 
I'm not an astrologer, so it's so good to have someone who really knows uh, what they're talking about. And Kat is also obviously works with energies and intuition, so it's beautiful and such powerful work. So I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. And before we dive into it, I just want to remind you that the doors are still open to join Abundance Alchemist. I talked about it last week in uh, last week's episode, and it's such a beautiful program that I poured my heart and soul into, and I would love for you to be a part of it. If you're ready to reach your next level of success, if you're ready to call in the money and the abundance that your heart desires from soul and aligning yourself, your energy without pushing and controlling and, you know, coming from an ego place of, um, yeah, control but instead really balancing the feminine and masculine energies in abundance and money and understanding how money works and really shifting your perspective around it, healing your relationship to it because we need you, we need all of us heart leaders to take our power back when it comes to money and transform our relationship to it so that we can have a bigger income and a bigger impact on the world. So if you are ready for this if you're ready to invest in yourself and get to the next level to your next level to rise as a queen and abundant alchemist that you are then check out the link in the show notes or go to sarahlewis.co forward slash abundance alchemist it's all together and sign up or find out more or reach out to me message me if you have questions about it and i can't wait to start with you in a beautiful community with support love motivation accountability encouragement and massive massive shifts and transformation so i really can't wait for you to experience this and to support you on your journey it would be such an honor to be there with you and i cannot wait to get started so that's it for the little share the heart share now let's dive into today's episode and bring Kat on. So hello Kat, thank you so much for being with me today on HeartSpace. I am very, very excited and honored to have you as a guest and I can't wait for today's conversation. Thank you, beautiful. It's so, so good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you for being here. And the first question that I like to ask all of my guests is what was your morning ritual like today or these days? How does it look for you if you have any, of course? Mm, I love that question. Um, I feel actually on that topic that morning ritual is more important than ever at the moment with um, everything that's going on globally um, to get a good mm -hmm. frame of mind for the day. So um, it actually, um, I mean, I've always um, had rituals, but for me, actually, it's become more um, important recently with everything going on. So I um, basically, I do some yoga and meditation every morning, probably for about mm -hmm. uh, an hour and writing i find that that's my most um actually 
creative time, like after coming out of the dream space and a lot kind of is <laughs> percolating. And then, um, yeah, it just seems to flow at that time. So, yeah, and then um, usually, yeah, picking three cards for the day from three different decks. So, uh, ah, yeah, I've just moved into another house, um, ah. yeah, in the area. So it's it's very um, grounded here. So it's really nice to have, yeah, those morning rituals. And then after that, sorry, this is a long ritual, <laughs> I go to the beach. Oh, wow. And so just to tell the listeners, where are you located right now? So I'm near Byron Bay in Australia. That's probably the um, easiest place that people would know. But I'm in a place, a suburb called Ocean Shores, which is about 20 minutes out of Byron Bay. Wow. I loved Byron Bay so much. I was there with my sister in 2016 at the end of the year. And it was... I loved it. We fell in love with Byron Bay. We loved it. We also went a little bit um, more, I guess, inland in the mountains. I don't remember exactly the names of the places we, we visited, but it was so beautiful. And the energy there is magical. We also visited the Crystal Castle, is it? Yeah. I was just going to say that when you set out in the yeah. I thought you might have meant yeah, the hills out near Crystal Castle. It's very beautiful there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there was there was another place we, we were staying with a family at the time. So we visited the Crystal Castle for a day, but we were staying somewhere else. I don't remember now the name, but um, yeah, it was magical. Beautiful. Yeah, it's Byron um, is really magical. It's super quiet at the moment. It's actually a nice, it, it's become quite busy and, um, you know, mm -hmm. it's great for tourism and um to keep the town going, but it's actually really nice at the moment with people not traveling. It's got a really um, peaceful yeah. vibe going on. Um, so. Yeah, I'm sure that's nice because it does get quite crowded and also it's very much for some people a party destination, isn't it? So um, sometimes it can get a little bit um, hectic, I guess, but it's, would be the word. Would you loved it? Because some people can find it a bit overwhelming and some people just absolutely love it. For me, I love it. Um, and I also like kind of living out of it a bit because it's it can be a bit yeah 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 of course well thank you for for sharing your morning ritual I love it it's beautiful and sounds so grounding and then very supportive so I love that thank you for sharing and I'd love for you to introduce yourself a little bit if you would like and tell us about well who you are and what you do what work you do and it's so beautiful i can't wait for people to to get to know you better hmm. thanks beautiful so so i'm cat um i do a little bit of a mix of things so um i weave um shamanism astrological practices um womb work, light language, and a few different things in order to support people to really find their light and uh, shift anything that's keeping them stuck in what I would call the 3D um, reality of just being really trapped in trauma and trapped in pain in order to really help them and help them unlock their potential to really step into their full blueprint and their soul print in this lifetime um so yeah my passion is really to weave 
um, to bring, to help people to bring and bridge timelines of their um, kind of life into this present moment to return to what I would call zero point of consciousness, which is basically coming back to a, a place of rebirth. So it's kind of, wow. yeah. And so they can, and to help people to really ground in, cause it's so important to activate this light and to activate these frequencies that are coming in, especially as we change, we're at a huge turning point of humanity with coming more into the 5D energies. Um, it's really important for people to be really embodied in their energies and in in their body. And then secondly, to be connected deeply to the earth in order to activate these higher frequencies. So I would say that I support um, almost and like the conduit to help people to embody and shift the 3D with the 5D and... Mm yeah, kind of weave timelines in order to come back to a place where they can create from their full potential. Mm, that's so beautiful. And I'm actually taking notes and I have chills when you're saying this. It's such important work and powerful work and so needed, especially right now. And before we talk a little bit more about the energies of what is happening in the world right now, I'd love for you to, and I've talked about this before to my audience um, a little bit on the podcast and in my Facebook group, the 3D and 5D, and, but I would love to have your perspective on this and see how you can maybe explain that. Not doesn't have to be too detailed, of course, but just your perspective on that. And you did mention a little bit that the 3D is wounds and things like that but if you don't mind um going back to that point absolutely so i'll go into it and on a very basic level first of all it's basically moving from fear to love so moving out Mm -hmm. um because when we return and vibrate and operate at a frequency of love it's basically opening up um a portal into people being able to operate at their highest frequencies. Whereas if people are in fear, it means that's when the pain, the wound, the trauma kind of gets um, carried out. So it's not about eradicating and deleting the 3D. It's actually about, in my perspective, bringing the worlds together, merging them and kind of, this is where it comes in about merging the timelines. Um, So like when I say that, I mean merging worlds and stories and dimensions and everything someone's Mm -hmm. gone through, including their past lives, which is linked to the 3D energy. Uh Um, So, but if someone is really just, just in 3D, which so many of us basically up until this turning point of humanity, um, there's been a lot of people just in the 3D, kind of stuck in the 3D, stuck in pain, like stuck in, it's got to do with even victim consciousness and kind of like an old story and an old wound of maybe being the victim and being in suffering, that kind of a thing. But the beauty is within the 3D and within that pain body is our gift. And so it's, as I say, it's not to kind of go, and that's what I love doing with, um, and in astrology it links to Chiron, um, is that it's not about, yeah, 
as I say, deleting the pain and kind of just get, getting rid of it. It's like acknowledging and actually loving the pain. And this links in with the 5D and with the love vibration. So mm-hmm. loving the pain, um, acknowledging it, accepting that it's there and then transmuting it in order to come into the gift, which is linked with um, the 5D reality and it's linked with love. So, yeah, it's basically weaving 3D and 5D into, uh, and this is, as I say, like all the timelines merging to come back to the rebirth, which is the zero point of consciousness, which is where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love that it's so similar to so many of the things that I try to express, but you put it so beautifully and it's effortless and just so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And because you mentioned Chiron, would you mind just maybe, and we're, we're going to be mixing a little bit, I feel, um, in this episode, talking about some astrology, so some basic astrology concepts probably for people, and also obviously the energies and going into what's happening in the world right now. But would you mind talking a little bit about Chiron and maybe giving an example, I think my Chiron is in Leo, so if you can give an example about that and how that relates to everything you just mentioned. Of course. So um, Chiron, I actually, out of the whole um, chart, out of the whole astrology chart, for me, the nodes and Chiron are the main Mm -hmm. ones that I work with because this is where all of our past lives, our karma, our pain story. So linking that in with the 3D kind of stuff comes Mm -hmm. from. So it's actually got so much potential to um, heal and transform and move through stuff. So this is where the kind of shamanic work comes in as well to really help and transmute that pain. Like, because it's, it's um, a different, it's, there's just, um, it's just, it can be just a concept like talking about Chiron, but it's actually about really going into it, embodying the pain mm, of course. in order to shift it. So okay. Chiron is your greatest wound and it's also your greatest gift. And so if it's in Leo, it and I'm sorry, actually, first of all, um, you go through something called Chiron returns at about 50 oh. between um, about 49 and 51, just like you have a Saturn returns um, mm-hmm. at other ages. So basically Chiron returns um, is when the wound comes up in an even deeper way in order to activate the gift again wow. at that age. So as an example in, yeah, I'll go into Leo. So, um, the, so the wound would be around not being able to express creatively, like perhaps putting mm. other people's needs first, feeling like it's not okay to be, um, for the person to shine and to really shine their heart and like almost like a bit of a shyness or kind of um, nervousness around putting themselves out there. And so the gift of that is to come into really activating your own um, unique soul calling in this lifetime and kind of activating your creativity and like really creating something that's quite unique and is quite authentic and real and embodies your soul essence. Um, So kind of 
coming from, yeah, your full integrity and then serving the whole in, in a big way, but from that kind of service of, of self and honouring self. Mm. That makes so much sense. Self-love, Chiron, Leo. It's, it's all about kind of coming into more self-love and, yeah, activating your own voice in a way and your own creativity. Wow. So beautifully put and perfect. And it really, it really resonates with me. It feels like you just described me. And of course, we had a reading together. So that came up a little bit, of course. But I think that is a beautiful example. So thank you for sharing that. And because you also mentioned, and that is one of my favorite parts in astrology as well, the nodes. Would you take us a little bit into what they are, South Node and North Node? I think there's another way to to say it as well. To say the node? North Node, is it also, uh, is there also another um, name for that or is it just North and South Node? Well, North and South Node, it, uh, it can be a true node as well. Ah, true node. Okay. That's what I was referring to. <laughs> Thank you. Basically, it's so your node, so um, your North Node is your sole purpose in this lifetime. It's what you're moving toward, mm -hmm. what you're activating. Um, and your south node is your karma, your past lives, kind of what you've come, where you've come from and what you're healing. So basically our journey through this portal, through this lifetime is to heal. It's about healing the pain of the past lives of what we've been through. And this is really linking in particularly right now with everything that's going on. It's like, as I was saying about returning to zero point of consciousness, that of many people's um, south node is coming to a point right now where it's like the opportunity to actually fully delete and let go of that past life pain and that story and that karma because of, you know, so, so many of us have been doing the work for the last you know, mm -hmm. decade really intensely. So it's been a real shadow period. And the north node... Um, which is actually very link linking in with this 5D energy and kind of activating mm -hmm. higher amounts of light is, yeah, how much can you come into pretty much like letting go of the suffering and coming into your light and into your full purpose and your blueprint as much as possible. So as an example, um, if you have Gemini North Node, so Sagittarius South Node, um, so South Node Sagittarius is very much about, and again, it's really going to depend, like, um, because when I, if I'm doing a reading for someone, it's also very much like feeling into their energy, what yes. like it's not just this i i don't do just astrology so but if we're just talking about from an astrological perspective um sagittarius south node is basically kind of like maybe having a lot of um other people's beliefs or religious beliefs or um viewpoints kind of forced upon them and then to be kind of like kept squashed in a way of um viewing the world that's maybe quite limited or mm -hmm to other people's views and if you have and so it's about healing that and transforming that and if you have gemini north node 
it's about coming into almost like finding your own flavor of what you're teaching, the writer, the teacher, um, mm. and studying and kind of as you're learning that information, um, using it as your giveaway and passing it on and, yeah, continuing to, um, yeah, it's all about connection and kind of um, community and that kind of thing. So, mm. Beautiful. Thank you. And I remember when we talked about my north and south nodes in the reading. So my south node is in Cancer and north node is in Capricorn. And it really made a lot of sense as well. And I feel it's very much challenging. So there's a lot of resistance um, towards embodying this, um, what the north node is all about. So Capricorn in my case. But it's so much easier to just fall back into the Cancer south node kind of ways. Absolutely. That makes so much sense. Um, it's, it's a, and that I'm so glad you just shared that because it is, it's a lifelong journey to really um, embody the soul purpose stuff. Cause it is, it's comfortable. The South node's really comfortable. It's familiar. Like it's such the glory. Yeah. Um, beautiful hearing about your cancer South node, because we've had, that would be um, the tra It depends what degree it's at, but you would have had, transiting um cancer north node mm -hmm. moving around we probably went into that in your reading moving around back and forth. yeah because yeah, i remember us talking about we did we did yeah <laughs> um, and coming home to self and nurturing self um yeah it moving around um that is actually a really that's a beautiful aspect for you to have had moving down there to kind of heal your south node um, so actually it's interesting we're talking about that because south, sorry, north node cancer moves out of, in the transits, not in, I don't mean in the individual chart, moves out of mm -hmm. cancer on the 5th of May. Yeah, on the 5th of May. Ah. So it's actually only, what's the date today? I think it's the 21st. 21st of April. So I think that's in two weeks or something. So it's been there for, uh do you know, I don't even know exactly how long, maybe 18 months. And it's going wow. into Gemini on the 5th of May. So, um, yeah, you, wow. that kind of for you or anyone that has any planets in Cancer, but that's super potent mm -hmm. for you, um, are going to start to feel a really big shift around the feminine and mm -hmm. kind of embodying more of the feminine aspects of self. So, Wow. Beautiful. That's such an important aspect um, and a beautiful topic. Thank you for sharing that. And I would love for, you, for us to talk a little bit more now about what's happening in the world and this new earth, new world that is being birthed. And you mentioned a few things, of course, but if um, you can share your, your, what you're reading in terms of energy around this would be beautiful. Mm, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, in general at the moment, um, yeah, it's we are at the turning point of humanity. And so basically um, with, yeah, this kind of birthing of the new earth and the new world that's happening, it's a super exciting time, but it's also... Um, it's not all kind of easy. Um, no. <laughs> and what happened at the start of this year, you know, hitting 2020, it's like the new decade. There has been all this energy that's moved out. I think what's happened is people have gone into, a, maybe not so much now, 
because it's it's adjusting but went into like what is going on why is all this happening it was meant to get easier this year it's meant to be the new decade like the new earth but the thing is so basically um at the beginning of the year and i'm off the top of my head i can't remember the exact date i think it was there was a strong conjunction on the 26th of December and then there was enough that was the eclipse then Saturn mm. and Pluto went conjunct on the 12th of January I'm yes something like that it was around mm-hmm. that early January and so when that happens um basically Saturn and Pluto go conjunct once only every 35 years and so um, looking back in history, it's when wars have broken out, like the Cold War or, um, you know, big things have happened in banks or it's like it really signifies and marks a huge, um, you know, like poor chaos pulling apart. And that's what Pluto does, mm-hmm. destruction. And so basically, you know, in Australia, we've had the fires, obviously yes. globally with coronavirus. It's no surprise that these events, as hard and challenging as they are, have hit um, really strongly in order to shift out the old paradigm and shift out the old systems of control and hierarchy and systems and the masculine way, Mm. which is linked to all of this Capricorn South Node stuff that I was just talking about. Um, Mm. that will also move out of um, Capricorn on the 5th of May. So there's movement and Saturn's now moved into Aquarius. So there's not as much of that intense masculine, you know, we're birthing. Okay. So coming to this point now, we're birthing a new, basically feminine way. And it's not, I don't mean Mm -hmm. that it's just all about women, but I mean, basically these, this event has kind of happened in a way for people to come back to learning and knowing what's really important and weaving and being able to do things in a different way by Mm. embodying a more feminine way of moving in life, which is slowing down, surrendering, listening to your body, coming back to this self-love. And what that's going to allow to unfold is coming back to this point of feeling sovereign in self, so really um, Mm. within your power and embodied in your power so that we can create a new world together and create unity consciousness because, and this is what's coming up, and it's beautiful that, you know, because I know it must, it's really hard, you're in total lockdown and it's so beautiful in a Mm. way that you've got your friend there that you're living with and this is what's, happening it's like and this is probably what this is all teaching at the moment as well but it's like right now we're being there's a lot of grief so in the last couple of weeks in particular there's been a lot of grief coming up and I mean I know I've been feeling it like everyone that I talk to it's kind of like wow like just going through a lot of that and needing also a lot of rest um Mm-hmm. At, because we're going through these really big changes. And what I was going to say, like within your kind of situation, we are being called more strongly than ever at the moment to our soul tribe and kind of who we really want to be creating this new world with. And 
This year is going to move really slowly. This is the Capricorn and also the Cancer stuff. It's it's meant because we're birthing something new and birth is slow. It's the feminine and we're trying to create a new way of doing things. So if we were just to go back, you know, to the old way and everyone just went back to the, you know, normal way of being and doing and working next week or something, it wouldn't allow for the integration of these changes that need to take place. So it's going to be slow. And I almost even get that like, you know, it's going to be a slow process and unfold over the next few years. But when I say that, it doesn't mean it's painful. It just means we're mm-hmm. all weaving and integrating and kind of finding our feet within this new way of being. And that's what this year is. Yeah. So we're birthing the new world together. And in order to birth that and in order to weave a new template and activate a new template for humanity, we need to really work on our own inner world our own inner structures and our own foundations to build us and create a solid sense of self to birth that in and that sovereignty in order to create in a unified field because that's Mm. really coming into now like it's no more and this is what the grief is actually about it's no more of the lone wolf energy because a lot of Mm. i know myself even have been if we've gone through big changes like even over the last few years um there's been a lot of change like people have been you know really um making big decisions in their life that are um going to support them to align to their highest version of self and with that Mm -hmm. not easy it's not and i know for me i've been on that journey too it's not like okay these things are let go of it's easy it's it's a grief process and i feel at the moment yeah we're at the final layers of, I mean, we'll always have grief in our lives and feel grief and feel sadness and that's important, but we're at the final layers at the moment of that grief from the old identity um, and the old world in the last decade and the old life really shifting out. And that's what, when I Mm -hmm. zero point of consciousness at the moment as we birth we're kind of going i don't know if you're feeling this as well but up and down and in and out and one day like Mm. all this new energy coming through like i feel creative i feel energized i just want to like move a lot and be active and chat to friends or whatever and then the next day oh my god i'm exhausted i've got pain in my body i just don't feel yeah you know because so this is the birthing thing it's not as I say, it's slow and we're not fully there, but we are at this turning point right now. And I mean, it's new moon in a couple of days in Taurus. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's pretty potent, the energy right now. So that's what I mean with, I know that was a bit of a, a long <laughs> response. No, beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. On a bit of a sometimes. But yeah, birthing the new world is basically um, moving into more, unity consciousness and activating more of these multi-dimensional in a way frequencies that are available which involves stepping more out of the fear paradigm and into the paradigm mm. and returning to our hearts mm. yeah that's beautiful thank you so much and I feel like, like you were saying, I definitely feel that back and forth, in and out. And personally, a few weeks ago now, I think two weeks ago probably, was uh, my 
hardest time with everything that's happening the full lockdown and a lot of personal things coming up around old wounds old patterns and things like that so that was my um that was really big for me and we can't go out at all here we can't go for walks so i'm really missing uh being in nature and grounding even going to the desert once in a while which is so beautiful and peaceful and helps a lot so i guess what my question is and what i'm saying here is that of course like it's a process and we'll go through um different all the i guess all the emotions right we'll go through it again and again and how can we best support ourselves yes we need to go inward and work on our inner world you said that but how can we do especially if we can't go outside so i don't know if um maybe anyone else is listening to this and can't go out at all um most of the people i know can still go for walks which is beautiful and i'm so happy for them but if not how can they ground still to the earth energy and i've had a few things i've been doing but it's still challenging Oh, look, it's, that's really challenging. Like I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, because just to put it from my perspective, like for me, yeah, getting into nature is my most number one thing. So I, and look, I mean, I, when I got back, I was in Bali recently and I came back when it mm. basically um, everything going into lockdown. Like I think I got one of the last flights. And so I did the two weeks. Wow. I mean, it was only two weeks, but um, self-isolation kind of thing. And so oh, okay. I had a taste of it. Um, but it's really challenging. So yeah, just to acknowledge that first, it's, it's, it's not, um, it's not easy. It's really challenging to be in mm-hmm. all the time. It's so unnatural. Um, especially, I mean, for someone like me, I'm just such a nature person. So it's, it, it is unnatural. Secondly, yes, there are definitely ways to support you and the main thing it comes down to for me, which is what we talked about at the very beginning is ritual, is making sure mm. that you are really focusing, very um, focused on having rituals for yourself that are um, supportive to your energy levels. And mm-hmm. the other thing, and this goes for whether you're allowed to be outdoors or not, it's like just honoring your energy levels as well so like you know if you feel like doing some work and that's what's happening with this rebirth at the moment if you feel like doing work do it if you feel like resting do it we're coming back into more of that feminine way of doing things and so um yeah and i i mean it depends on everyone's own um like day and how they like to do things but as i was saying that mm. for me movement at the start of the day is so important and i know you said before mm-hmm. the start of this chat that you and your flatmate do yoga together and you know so mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff is really important um so yeah it sounds like from like hearing yeah, yeah for what you're saying that you're doing it um but yeah just being really in a way disciplined with rituals and mm-hmm. yeah almost like just trying not to put as much pressure on yourself during this time mm. sure that you're reaching out for connection um is really important. Mm-hmm. i mean i know for me um you know probably for a lot of people sometimes to me too much online i go a bit like oh i need to step away yeah but it's also still really important not being able to and so that's why for someone like 
it's it's lucky and it's beautiful that you've got you know someone there with you that you can connect with mm-hmm. and that's really beautiful um so but yeah my main the words the main word that comes in is the ritual to be honest that mm, um, yeah and being without being too masculine about it but being disciplined with it like because that is the make or break really for me anyway of a day like if I really honor my morning rituals and kind of it doesn't have to be exactly the same every morning of course say the same yoga flow or like it, it can vary but if I honor that it means that even if I'm inside it means that it shifts my energy for the day so mm-hmm. that would probably be the main one I'd say. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. And I feel like, of course, I love rituals and I, I think they have been really, really important. I mean, they have been really important in my life, but I do feel like lately in terms of just my morning rituals, but also, um, like you said, I, I, I'm trying to do yoga, not every day but almost every day or some kind of movement and I've been actually more disciplined around this now than before which is interesting Um, and I do feel like this is a time where priorities are being re-evaluated and tested in a sense and this is a big part of it right so thank you yeah absolutely yeah totally because and that's um with what you're saying about priorities, because yeah, that's kind of the um, all also realizing, you know, um, coming back to the feminine way of like, yeah, it is about yeah. connection, it is about ritual, it is about slowing down into the body, like, mm-hmm. you know, so really surrendering and coming into that more feminine way of being. I think it's um, it's kind of highlighting just how much as a society that we've been in the doing for so long. And so even though it's super challenging and I can only imagine being in the total lockdown, as I said, I know I would Mm. because I'm just such a nature lover, but um, (laughs) basically it's the, the beauty of it, or I guess the, the Mm -hmm. for so many is yeah, that slowing down and kind of coming into more beingness, which is actually going to, not only change the whole blueprint for the person, but also create new energy to birth new work and new ideas into the world. Absolutely. Yes, I love that. And just, I don't really know exactly how much longer we have, but just to maybe set um, the tone on the energy you're feeling that's coming forward. And I don't like really to talk about like predictions because the future obviously is not written yet but some some energies that you're feeling for what's to come in this new um world that we're birthing of course you talked about more love and 5d consciousness but is there anything else uh changes that you're sensing maybe yeah i love that um so when i said it's it's an exciting time it really is and i know that you know, there's still, it's almost like we can choose the vibration at which we operate. It's such a potent time for that. And I guess the people that Mm -hmm. stay in the fear consciousness, that's, you know, that's where it gets stuck in that wave of being. But yeah, there's this real opportunity to open and activate into this total new birth energy at the moment. Mm. With what's to come, I mean, 
moving more and more into the age of Aquarius. I mean, we've got Saturn in its first degrees of Aquarius now, and we'll have Saturn's, uh, sorry, Jupiter's moving into Aquarius, uh, I think quite late this year. Um, so next year there'll be a lot of this Aquarian energy that's playing out. So yeah, the age mm. of Aquarius. And so basically when we're moving from the Capricorn energy into the age of Aquarius, it's like, it is what's playing out. Like there is all this kind of destruction and chaos and breaking down in the masculine because Aquarian energy and what's to come, it is all about um, co the collective consciousness, unity consciousness, people weaving together, basically creating a new way of weaving humanity together as one. And as I was saying about, yeah, coming together in tribes and communities. So we'll see a lot more of, um, you know, intentional communities forming with people, you know, it's not just being, as I said, it's, it's kind of like moving from the lone wolf mentality or, you know, even just living like, you know, as I say, to moving to like um, community-based living with lots of families on land or like really mm. lots more setups like this and, people weaving their work together and creating totally new ways of um, working in the world. Like it's that time where it's mm -hmm. innovative and kind of um, it's no surprise that, um, you know, now we're moving more into the technological world. This is all the Aquarius energy. So there's going to be a lot more definitely, definitely of that online and that trajectory into new ways. Mm. But it's really, it's, it's going to be quite um, like, in a way quirky energy and kind of like it is this multi-dimensional like for yeah for people kind of um on that path there's going to be more and more of that opening and kind of um yeah just a lot of these as I say and and yeah people coming together to do their soul work um just basically lots more togetherness rather than separateness and as I was saying it's like we need to slowly shed and go through the grief in order to allow that to come in more and more. Mm. But as I say, so yeah, in terms of for what we can kind of expect over the next three or four years type thing, it's going to move slowly. Like it's not going to, mm -hmm. all right, cool. We're all in these communities. I mean, it's going to like kind of, and this is what the Taurus new moon is activating in two days time. It's like, okay, what Taurus is really about, what do you value? What do you want to create? It's mm. by step energy. It's earthy. Um, and mm -hmm. it's kind of, so it depends for people where the new moon is activating their chart as to like in the house as to what it's going to be lighting up. But basically this new moon is actually, um, I probably always say this about new and full moons, but it's a big one because <laughs> um, <laughs> they're always big. But this, it's like... They are. Um, it's, it's a real, this new moon feels like an opportunity for an, a really fresh start and mm. kind of the way humanity is going to unfold over the next three or four years in this kind of slow way where things are weaving in and there's more unity consciousness, um, this new moon in a way is like the birthing of all of that energy. So the astrological year starts in Aries. Um, so we're in this moving into the second sign of Taurus. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the, the new wave has kind of already started, but this Taurus energy, yeah, is just kind of like, what do you want to birth? What do you want to create? 
what are your values and how can you bring that to the world and almost like create a bit of a plan or a structure of how that looks but there's no mm-hmm. for us is very slow and so yeah as i keep saying there's this beautiful slow energy this whole year but the things there's a lot to look forward to like there you know with chaos and destruction only comes shifting and transformation and new ways of integrating energies in order to create a new way of being for the individual mm. and for the collective and for the planet and so it's like a just a deep planetary healing that's going on at the moment and mm-hmm. the more people can kind of yes yeah, step into that wound work to let go of the wounds and the pain and the old energy body they can activate a new template to step into creating their own unique weaving within this new tapestry that's going to unfold Mm -hmm. over the next three or four years and then as i say come together in kind of groups and in collaborations to um support one another in the best way possible that's beautiful thank you so much for sharing that and it does sound exciting of course there is a lot of um a lot of challenges as well like with everything anything new that's that's just beginning and the grief is part of the process because it's never going to go back to normal and it shouldn't really because normal wasn't working whatever that means that word normal anyway um so i love what you shared about that and i do want to ask you how you feel because i love talking about the masculine and feminine energies and we talked um you mentioned that we're moving sorry uh, more into a feminine way of doing so feminine energy of course it doesn't mean just women like you said but um how is this balance of feminine and masculine going to feel maybe and look in ourselves and in the world Mm, beautiful and i mean this is kind of why in a way this has had to happen because it's been so out of balance like in yeah yeah in so many ways and so it's had to hit this point where it's just like boom and what it's done is and i just wanted to touch on this too that it's forced us to drop so into in a way the feminine to slow down and then what's happened Mm -hmm. in that rest and in that slowing down is yeah there's all of this grief that's surfacing. So I really just want to acknowledge that for the people out there that are in lockdown and are in place situations that are really challenging and people that are also even not, it's like highlighting this energy for all of us that almost in a way how we have been quite separate in the world mm-hmm. rule like and so mm-hmm. what we're seeing as i said we're going to see so many more like of these beautiful weavings of um, communities coming together because it's almost like this is just highlighting so much of that separation so i just wanted to touch on the grief piece because that might still be yeah. a little bit for people like just i'd encourage and support just to keep going into the grief to keep processing it and to keep allowing it to be there and not feeling like oh my god why is this you know not putting pressure on it so and so to come back to the masculine and feminine in a way this is the way that we heal and integrate and unify the masculine and feminine is by Mm -hmm. is by dropping in is by feeling our energy like 
plugging into, if, if you can be in nature, but plugging into the womb of the earth, plugging into our own wombs, especially for women, because um, mm. the source of pain, it's the source of birth, it's the source of creativity. It's where, as women especially, we hold a lot. And so basically, um, as we see, yeah, the the masculine and feminine energies weaving together more, because this is the thing, it's not about, um, you know, because we can see this energy out there sometimes that's quite Kali-like in nature. When I say that, Kali, the goddess is of like, yeah. there's a place for this. But, yeah, the fire, which is like the death and kind of like just the slashing of things that no longer serve. And I'm definitely thinking there's a place for that warrior S type energy. But basically we that's kind of been the war between masculine and feminine is when she goes then into that and then it's like just this fight, uh, you know, between masculine and feminine. So what's actually happening is on a global level for men and women, we're being forced to stop and slow down. And for women, you know, the power is really when we return to our hearts and return to love. And so Mm. from the place that that's where things can be birthed. And so Mm -hmm. for masculine and feminine to kind of unify and come in harmony and come into harmony and balance the energies it basically is involving for everyone not just women men as well to move out of the fear paradigm into the love paradigm because then mm-hmm. and when i say this it doesn't mean it's about ignoring issues or ignoring shadow or ignoring pain i do not mean mm-hmm. that at all it means it's actually about having a really grounded um, sense of all of that, but it's about almost being so, and this is what this time is um, super important for, is becoming so solid in self and so centred in your own being. And when I talk about the word sovereignty in your sovereign self, because then when you are, you're operating from a place of um, grounded energy to make decisions to speak truth and this is um then creates integrity and kind of being really aligned to your own center so it doesn't create from that alignment it doesn't create drama which is what we've seen in the dynamics of men and women being mm. women and women or you know um it doesn't create drama it doesn't create that backstabbing energy it doesn't create competition if you're just super aligned in your center it actually, this is what we're all moving towards, it then creates an opportunity for men and women, women and women, men and men to come together in harmony and create Mm. because they're not operating from that old story kind of thing. So it comes Mm -hmm. back to me healing the wound, healing the pain, Mm -hmm. going into that, but then kind of, and this is what I feel this zero point of consciousness is creating right now, returning us into full alignment with our full true identity and Mm. into our centre so that we can create harmony and balance and unification within self in order to create that in the relationship with the masculine or with the feminine in our relationships. Mm. I love that. I think that's so important. And I feel this... um very deeply 
the, of course, healing and facing the wound and accepting that it's there and it's part of the process. And then moving forward in a different way, transmuting the energy, collaborating more as well. So I love that everything you, you, you said really just connects and um, weaves in beautifully together to just have this beautiful message of hope and also acceptance for what is. And that is just beautiful. Thank you so much. I don't know if there's anything else that I missed or that you would like to add to this beautiful conversation. And I think it's been very powerful. And I just, I just love the way you explain all of these energies and everything that happens in the world. Sometimes it's just hard to put words on it. And I feel you do that beautifully. So thank you. It's my pleasure. Um, yeah, I felt a really beautiful connection with you when we connected and I was really grateful when you asked me to come on here. So, um, yeah, and it's a really powerful time that we did. I actually, when I um, mm-hmm. looked in to do this with you, I looked at the dates and because I saw this was around the new moon. Ah. Oh, that'll be a really beautiful time for us to talk about these themes. So, How I'm, amazing that you did that. <laughs> really grateful. So thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I'm very grateful for your time. And my last question will be, how can we support you? How can anyone who listens to this and feels drawn to you, to your energy, to working with you do that? Um, So just, yeah, messaging. I don't have a website yet. So I I do have one, but I'm in in the process of getting a new one. But basically through Mm -hmm. the Facebook or Instagram. So... um, yeah, it's just my name's just under it'll you'll probably have it on there anyway, but under Kat I will link that in the show notes. <laughs> it's just under Cat Ellis. So um yeah. Beautiful. And um like we mentioned, I had a session with you, a reading, and it was very powerful, very validating. So of course there are things that I was already aware of, but it just put it in a completely new light. So I definitely recommend this to everyone or at least anyone who feels that connection and and desire and i think that it's very important especially right now all the time of course to know more about yourself and and have that but i think it um yes i definitely recommend it to to everyone who listens to this so thank you so much again for your time for this beautiful conversation this powerful topic and it was an honor to have you on heart space Yay, I love that it's called Heart Space as well. That's so beautiful. (laughs) 